I'm Maria Bartiromo. I'm Greg Gutfeld. I'm Liz Clayman, and this is the Fox News Rundown. Thursday, September 17, 2020. I'm Trey Yingst. Israel will lock down for three weeks starting tomorrow in an effort to stop the spread of coronavirus. There's Prime Minister Netanyahu talks about the accordion. It's opening up and it's closing down. And I think this is something, a pattern that we're going to be seeing over the next year until um, a vaccine is hopefully developed. This is the Fox News Rundown, global pandemic. The Israeli government is trying to halt a massive second wave of coronavirus. Over the next few minutes, you'll get the latest headlines on the global COVID-19 outbreak and hear from Jody Cohen, the author of Tikkun Olam, Israel vs. COVID-19. Starting first in Germany, that has seen more than 266,000 total cases. The German government is trying to reopen for tourism, developing partnerships with countries like Austria. The Austrian capital of Vienna is now considered a green zone for German citizens. German authorities said this week they are expecting a coronavirus vaccine by mid-2021. Now to Italy, that had previously been devastated by coronavirus. Italian authorities reopened schools this week, but may face issues with spikes in localized clusters. Italy will spend more than 200 billion euros of EU relief money in the wake of the pandemic. Finally, in Israel, more than 5,000 daily cases are being reported. Israeli citizens will have to stay within 500 meters of their homes starting Friday at 2 p.m. local. There are a number of exceptions, though, for religious people who will leave their homes to pray during the Jewish high holidays in the coming days. After massive early success in fighting coronavirus, what went wrong in Israel? I personally think the disconnect primarily came from people. This is Jody Cohen, the author of Tikkun Olam, Israel First COVID-19. And the government said, um, go out, go to the restaurants, but do it safely. And... I walked out onto the street and unfortunately saw many, many people without masks. And it took um, for the numbers to really go up again, for people to start to, and also for the government to impose that and then double fines on people not wearing masks, that it took that, um, those measures for people to start and the numbers to be going up again, for people to start to take that more seriously. Um, and I think that that comes from our strength. That's obviously a weakness as well as a generalization. But the um, Israeli, Israeli people are used to dealing with crises. As Jonathan Medved, um, who runs our crowd, which has uh, an in, a pandemic innovation fund, as he talks, he talks about um, Israel is used to turning curses into blessings. And by this, we mean that you know, we're used to fortunately having to deal with um, disaster scenarios. You know, um, Yoel Evan from Sheba Hospital talks about how as a country, a society, we regularly hold um, scenarios preparing for emergencies. We hold these drills. We're used to, unfortunately, especially in the south of Israel right now, we're used to you know, living our lives and we think our day is going to go one way and then suddenly a siren will go off and there'll be rockets and we have to pivot quickly. So that's a real strength that we're used to. It's coming from a, a negative, but it's a positive. We're used to dealing with crises. We're used to dealing with them fast. And we can pivot quickly. And I think that's how the companies and the startups and the NGOs really made progress during those two months of lockdown. 
Um, on the other hand, as soon as we're you know, told, okay, the restrictions are being eased, the lockdown is easing, we have to go out and as, as all the effort we put into that crisis, we want to put all that effort into celebrating life and living life um, you know, for each day and in the moment. Um, so I personally think that's, that's where the disconnect happened. Yeah. Um, but then if you look, like I mentioned Sheba Hospital, if you look there, they've got over 200 projects going on, covering all aspects of coronavirus and doing an incredible amount of work with partners, with hospitals across the world, especially in the United States. And also, as we've just heard, with now with the United Arab Emirates, they signed the first agreements with an organization in the UAE as a result of negotiating this deal between Israel and the UAE. So really positive signs on the partnerships front as well between Israel, the United yeah. States and other countries in the region and around the world. You've been listening to Jody Cohen, the author of Tikkun Ulam, Israel vs. COVID-19. We'll be right back. I wanted to ask you about the lockdown that is coming up for three weeks. Do you feel that the Israeli people will adhere to the guidelines? And is this enough time to actually change the trajectory of the cases here? We're seeing hospitalizations go up, uh, the number of critical patients going up. You mentioned Sheba Hospital. We toured their underground facility, the, a parking garage turned into a mm. coronavirus intensive care unit. But still, hospitals are facing difficulty with the caseload of patients going up and up. Will this three-week lockdown be enough? I think this three-week lockdown will make the country refocus again and say, this is not over. We're still going through this, what is a crisis across the world. Um, it will make people take this more seriously. And hopefully it will have an impact on the number, not necessarily, I don't think anybody is saying in three weeks, the cases are going to go down to zero, not at all. But um, I personally believe that it will have an impact if people stick to the lockdown measures. And importantly, it will hopefully give some breathing space to the hospitals. So as we go into the winter and we see cases of pneumonia rise and, and all the flu, all the usual things we see in the winter that keeps our hospitals busy, that it will hopefully give them that sort of breathing space. So, hope, so hopefully the aim, I would believe, is that they don't become overwhelmed and that they can keep running. But I also know from my contact with the hospitals, um, for example, the Galilee Medical Center up north um, in Israel, that they are open, they're continually opening new wards, coronavirus wards, as and when necessary. So, you know, as Prime Minister Netanyahu talks about the accordion, it's opening up and it's closing down. So likewise, the hospitals are opening up the, the corona wards and closing them down as necessary. The corona hotels are opening up as necessary and then closing down. And I think this is something, a pattern that we're going to be seeing over the next year until um, a vaccine is hopefully developed. I wanted to ask you about the vaccine front. Do you feel that Israel can be a leader in some of the innovation when it comes to vaccines? It's a big question that the international community has specifically about Israel because of the innovation, a lot of which you talk about in your book, that vaccine and treatment continues to be that top priority when it comes to COVID-19. Where can Israel play a role in the for a reasonable vaccine? So the Israeli Institute of Biological Research is taking a leading position on developing 
um, potential vaccines in Israel. There are other companies as well, like Migvats, uh, where they, um, they have a, a vaccine, an oral vaccine for coronavirus in poultry, and they're now working on developing that into a potential vaccine for the human coronavirus because they saw that genetically they're very similar. There's a company called Vaxel Bio also working on, and there's a number of potential vaccines in the making. At the end of the day, I don't believe it matters where the vaccine comes from. The world just needs vaccines. And I say that in the plural on purpose because some vaccines will work for some people and, so, and that won't work on others. And we're going to need vaccines for millions of people around the world. So we need um, as many vaccines to be successful as possible. And as I said, you know, we're going to need this partnership working because we're going to see a huge amount of logistics going. It's not just the developing the vaccines, it's then developing the, you know, the animals to put the vaccines inside and sourcing out the logistics to get the vaccines across the world not only to the big cities, but to people living in remote areas as well. It's a really interesting topic and a, a timely book. Really appreciate your perspective on this. The author of Tikkun Olam, Israel vs. COVID-19, and political analyst Jody Cohen, thank you again for your time. Thank you so much. You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. Rundown. Stay up to date by subscribing to this podcast at foxnewspodcasts.com. And for up-to-the-minute news, go to foxnews.com. The world of business moves fast. Stay on top of it with the Fox Business Rundown. Listen to the Fox Business Rundown every Monday and Friday at foxbusinesspodcasts.com or wherever you download your favorite podcasts.